I haven't had anything to drink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I haven't had a beer or like four shots. <laughs> my Kool-Aid mix. Is that what you normally do before you start recording? You just like just r- fucking run up like four shots of tequila or something? Uh, vodka usually, but yes. Uh, I will, yeah, so I don't have to drink during the show. I'll just do four shots and loosen up and then I'll... <laughs> But I have to go out tonight, so I can't be, like, plastered and, like, driving around with, like, four or five shots of vodka in my system already. No. So, <laughs> so I've decided not to do that today. So now I'm, like, I yeah. have iced tea and, like, some Kool-Aid, and that's about it. Dan- dance Robot Dance does not condone impaired driving. Yeah, no, don't don't do drink not. a drive, kids. Especially because <laughs> we have that with that new follower looks like he's about 17. We should really make sure he's, like, understanding, like, that he shouldn't yeah, drink Christy. a drive. Chris, did you see that? We've got like a Nickelodeon star following us no, now, or not. at least somebody who's pretending—at least somebody who's pretending to be a Nickelodeon really? star. Yeah, I don't, we yeah. don't know who he is. Jack Davis Griffo. I don't know. Let me look him up. Let me look him yeah. up. But he's on, he's on some show, The Thunderheads or something. But it, it's—if you look at the page, it's like just a Facebook page, like with like five posts on it, and I'm pretty sure it's just some dude that's like, "I'm gonna pretend to be this guy." Well, we don't know. We don't know. He could be a legitimate Nickelodeon. That's why we're not going to, like, trash him, trash him. We're just going to tell him he looks like Justin Bieber and then move on. Oh, where is he? I can't <laughs> see him. What's his name? Uh, hold on. I'll, I'll send you the link to it. Jack, Jack Davis Griffo. Jack Davis Griffo. <laughs> yeah, here. Okay. I just put it in. I just put it in the chat. <laughs> oh, he's, like, he's more handsome than Justin Biebs. Oh, okay. I don't. What a handsome young lad. It looks like he's in a studio doing things. It does, doesn't it? Oh, favorite yeah, but it TV also show. Looks like... Who knows? It looks like he just created his page, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe it's a fan who created it. Probably. That's what we were kind of talking about before we. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, before I joined up. Yeah, it feels like it's a it's a fan made Facebook page, but I mean, thanks for the follow, fan. Maybe we'll have like fake pages named after us. That would be awesome. Faux, faux surly Mark, I guess. It would yeah, that would be awesome. Be hilarious. <laughs> it would be pretty funny. But yeah. Awesome. Uh, so, hi everybody. Welcome to Dance Robot Dance. Uh, this is episode thirty-two. So, I don't know, what, what does that make us now? Just kind of sad and over the hill? Is that how it works? No, we're just having our yeah. midlife crisis about whether or not the job we chose to do after we studied in school for four years was actually the right thing to do. Oh, man, I totally had that at 30, so... Yeah. yeah. Or if you're me, you were still in fucking grad school. Still in school. There is that. Um, <laughs> that's true. Hey, when did you graduate, like, two years ago? <laughs> yeah. Me? No, no. Oh. Uh, Tim. Tim just finished. Tim just got his PhD, like, not too, too long ago, right? So... Yeah, end of 2016. So you yeah. adopted end of, now. End of, 20, end of 2015. Yeah, Dr. Tim. Yeah, that's why I always, Dr. Dr. Tim. That's why I always call him Dr. Tim. Oh, he's a I thought it was just a Simpsons reference. No, no, because he is Dr. Tim. He has a doctorate. Yeah. Also, Mark and I like to play doctor sometimes. Yeah, he does like to inspect my anatomy. Uh, <laughs> what kind of doctor are you, let Tim? Just, let me just peel back this foreskin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I have... I'm I'm the good kind of doctor. I don't know. My PhD is in biochemistry. What? Biochem? <laughs> How did you not know I this already? No, I don't like. I don't know. I I know you as a geek. 
That's like a very, yeah, well, very intelligent that, that like, my... doctor in biochemistry. <laughs> you just like lay it down like it's no biggie. You're just like, yeah, it's Pokem. Yeah. And then I got the fuck out of academics because uh, academics is just too crazy of a lifestyle. And there's like not enough jobs in academia for all the people that have PhDs. I was so. going to say, are you sure it's not just because um, you uh, like, um, oh, what was I going to say? I had like a really good burn and now it's gone. You, uh, okay, you wanna, good, like, great be, story. Oh, I only have my undergrad. Yeah. <laughs> good story, guys. Uh, awesome. Well, obviously, uh, Christy's here, so oh. say hello. Hi, guys. And then Tim's here, obviously, too. So I'll do mine a little bit more intelligently. I'll say, good afternoon, listeners. Is that because you have a PhD? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tim's going to be snotty now. He's going to put his smoking jacket yeah. on. He's going to smoke his pipe. Uh, and bubble, bubble, bubble pipe. pipe. Yeah. And he's going to put his... He's, well, he's going to push his glasses up. He's always wearing his glasses, but... Yeah, yeah. that's true. There it is. Yeah, with the <laughs> finger, too. Good. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Um, yeah. So, how are you guys doing this week? It's really weird. I, I this with the, the afternoon recordings always throw me off, so... I like them. I like <laughs> them because really? I feel awake. Oh, yeah, it's not Chrissy's not eating no. and falling asleep and <laughs> Mark is out having coffee. Like Good, so he won't be in the oh, so not, won't be in the Yeah, back. no fucking three and a half hosts this yeah. week. Three and hyph. Yeah, and he's and he's not uh, distracting you with uh, Resident Evil? No, no, I'm just um I'm playing a little game in the background to keep my focus actually. We got a we got a lot of positive <laughs> response from like the people that I know that listen to the show about you reacting to Resident Evil that oh, way. Oh no! They thought they thought it was pretty funny. So so do we need to have a Christy reacts? <laughs> no. Yeah, we're gonna have to do a Christy reacts or something like that. We'll have to sit you down and put you in front of like like a like a split screen like YouTube uh, kind of video. Sort yeah, of thing. We'll, sh- we'll show somebody playing like I don't even know something some horror horror game and then have Christy like oh. cry. What did people What did people say? They just liked my misery. Yeah, they just thought it was really funny that you were like, like freaking out about a video game like that. It was um, funny. it was friggin' terrifying. Yeah, but the game blows. So what are you it gonna do? It does not. I didn't like it. Actually, so. what am I? Why am I even like? Yeah, it does. I don't know why I like. I'm just yeah, why are you defending to, like, it? <laughs> you hate it. You off. No, yeah. Mark. No. Like everything you think is wrong. No. Um. Yeah. Everything I think is, it, is wrong. It's, it's Resident Evil Seven, right? Yeah. I'm just looking at what the actual ratings are for it. It's um, got good reviews, but I just didn't enjoy it. That's I think I've said this oh, two yeah. weeks in a row now. It's like fucking all the reviews are like eight, nine, or even like ten yeah. out of ten on 10 it. Ten out of tens on it and stuff like that. I did not have a good time with it. So uh, you know what though? Yeah. It's because it's so different from regular um what's it called? Regular Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah, it's not it doesn't play at anything like any of the previous Resident Evil games. Like no. it doesn't go back to the classic formula like for one, two, and three, and then it doesn't play like the more action y four, five, and six. And then so it's its own thing, but I just yeah. didn't find it was like it's not particularly intuitive, which I guess kinda adds to the atmosphere, but I found it very frustrating, so I kinda gave up on it. But. Well, it's that too and like it's um there's certain things like I know when Re- I've never been able to play Resident Evils. I have tried real hard 
And I um, want you to. I actually I think we should do a reacts video and get you to play like Silent Hill, like because those nope. games are actually genuinely yeah. scary. <laughs> well, that's yeah. what I thought. Silent Hill, I thought was Resident Evil for a long time. Like mm-hmm. I know that sounds dumb because like I should know my video games better than that. But yeah, I was gonna I say you're the, you're more, you're the most gamer of all of us. I know. You, as I, would I think game you would know. Currently. Um, yeah. but like no, I um I don't do horror games well because they give me the worst nightmares. Um, and I'm I'm like s- such a little pansy. Um, like seriously, I am no good. No good comes from me playing these games, except for other people. Who like no, I think we should misery. have like. Yeah, I think we should start a list like uh, like Slender. We should well, have her play. No, I'll and die. Uh, like uh, five Five Nights at Freddy's. No. Yeah. I can't even watch those <laughs> LPs. Oh. Um. Like, ah, oh, Sir Gouda, he's been... Wait, can you, for our, for our older audience, what's an LP? A Let's Play. Okay, thank so you. So, that's just... Yeah, not an album. Yeah, no. not, an al- not an album. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, what a Let's Play is, just for our listeners who don't know, is that you can go online to like something like YouTube or Stitch or Stitch, um, and... Uh, Twitch, 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 Stitcher, Twitch. the gaming, the gaming platform for sewers. For um, podcasts, I think Stitcher's the podcast thing. So I can bet Stitcher. But anyway, uh, so what you do is um, you can watch people play games. So you don't actually play them yourself, but you feel like you are. You can interact. You can watch, and they they often narrate their uh, thoughts throughout the whole process. And uh, my personal favorites uh, shout outs are Christopher Odd and um, oh, who's my other favorite? Uh, obviously, it doesn't matter enough. Is that basically <laughs> what PewDiePie does too? Yeah, yeah. But much. Christopher Odd is not PewDiePie. Um, he is. Uh, he's a, like he actually is more intelligent and fun to listen to, and um, he just like. He's really he's really good at being uh, a conversationalist, so I really like him. And he plays all my favorite mm-hmm. games. Like I watched his playthrough of Mass Effect after I beat Mass Effect. So I was there like, was some I need uh, more Mass Effect. Actually, I was gonna get into like the news, but that was like what, something I picked out just so that I could tell it to you. But that game is gold. They eh? like it's ready to print. <sighs> Did you hear who the lead is? Uh, isn't Natalie, Natalie Dormer? Dormer? Yeah, Natalie Dormer's good. There's a lot of Game of Thrones people in the crowd. She playing the female, uh, the female Garrus? No, I'm sorry, and shut up. No one's going to ever play the female <laughs> Garrus except me. Well, I thought there was like a female, yes, like, is. whatever his species is. Yeah, I freaked is. out. Okay. I was really excited. I just wish it was. Yeah, you did, you did it on the fucking podcast, actually. We, um, I think we were recording. <laughs> sorry, guys. I just, I'm splooshing a little. I loves me some Garrus Vicarious. <laughs> Splooshing a little. I don't know if you guys know that, but I do. I'm you not like, sure if that's no knowledge. Really? Yeah, I, I also sent Christy a link uh, this week about uh, there's a Cards Against Humanity Mass Effect pack. <gasps> it's just like a dollar for like 14 cards or something like that. It's basically just like a cross promotion thing. But <laughs> And the picture on like the front page was like a human making out with Garrus Vicarious. And Christy was like, it's me. <laughs> she had red hair though in the illustration I noticed so you had to dye your hair I had red hair well. for a long time oh. yeah Chris, no, Christy, no Christy never dyes her hair it's totally natural blonde yeah don't look at these roots <laughs> they're just they're just there <laughs> what are you playing Christy I'm, I'm playing, curious just natural I'm playing a game that doesn't require like a lot of um, thought to it it's called um, oh, uh, Rogue Legacy it's so fun though you're just Rogue like Legacy. you're uh you're um 
He started as this dude who breaks into a castle and uh, you're a knight and you have to like fight your way through the castle. But every time you die, you actually add some a line to your family lineage and um, you like have certain <laughs> traits like um, so you, there's like picture frames showing all the people that have died along the way to like because that's how you level <laughs> up is you get money and mm. build your castle and um, you have certain traits. So uh, you can be gay and just like it says, like you like the ladies <laughs> And, like, um, you can have uh, ADHD, so every time you bump into something, it breaks, and, like, you move really fast. Um, you can have dementia, so you forget where you are, and your map doesn't work properly. Um, oh, what are some of the other things? They're really funny. Um, yeah, these don't sound like powers. These sound like sabotage. Yeah, yeah this but there's, like some, weird. there's some powers that are really fun, like um, EDF or something, where you don't have any foot pulse, so you can walk over spikes. <laughs> like... It's, it's really really fun i would recommend everybody play it and it's like um it's on the ps4 uh, i know you guys i think it's on uh pc as well but um it was just like these guys and it's all like 16-bit style old school gaming it's really fun nice <laughs> yeah um but yeah uh I'm just, like, super pumped for Mass Effect, guys. Like, I'm so excited. It comes out close <laughs> to my birthday, and I'm just, like, I'm losing my shit a little bit about it. When's it due out? I don't even know. I just know it's in my birthday month. It's next month. It's in days. Like, frick, I'm so excited. Yeah. That's Alicia funny. and I are getting pretty pumped for Breath of the Wild, and it's getting fucking amazing. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, pre-release. The first, the first review I saw today, I got, came up today on Reddit, and it was 10 out of 10. So. Really? Yeah. That'll be We're the gonna, first time we, in a while for our Zelda yeah. game. Yeah, we, have, we haven't figured out... Uh, I think we'll we'll probably end up getting a Switch, but we haven't like pre-ordered one or anything oh, yet. You so. might be out of luck for a little while then there, buddy. Really? They're already know, pre-ordered? We'll like, out? Yeah, the pre-order came one out ages ago, so uh, it comes out next... Yeah, it launches next week, right? Oh yeah, it's on the third not. next. Yeah, yeah, next like Friday or something like that. So, I'm probably just gonna pick it up on Wii U, and by pick it up, I mean digitally download it on Wii U and play it that way. That's not a bad way to do yeah. it, though. I mean, like, just test to see if you actually want to get it higher res on a a whole new system. Yeah, yeah. Well, Alicia's upset too because like there were a couple like uh, um, special editions of the game that you could order. Yeah. Uh, that had like special amiibos and stuff like that, but uh, we totally just I don't know how just uh, did not realize that that was happening at all, and we missed them. So oh. yeah, I'll, pr- I'll probably end up having to get one of those off eBay for her for her birthday or something. Oh, like one we'll of the, the master. I think there's a master edition or something like that. It's yeah, like a special crazy, edition, like yeah. huge edition of it that looks it looks cool. Yeah. I just I haven't I, I never buy that kind of shit. So oh, I love that kind of shit. Yeah, no, I never buy that kind of stuff the fuck is this there's one i'm just looking on gamestop right now there's something that says in legend of zelda breath of the wild expansion pass what? yeah they're doing they're gonna they're release doing, fucking they're doing dlc they're doing like a season mm. pass for oh, it that's it's really cool. cheap yeah it's like 20 bucks or something like that so it's not like a regular season pass for like playstation it's like 60 or something huh. but i don't i don't hate it when they do that kind of shit like whatever yeah, it'll be weird to do that in Zelda. Like, I, I wonder if it'll just be like side quests or something like that, or if it'll be like kind of a, a, a separate story. Or um, oh, I had the story. I didn't. I used to usually not something like the kind of thing we talk about, so I didn't like mm-hmm. look it up. But. Yeah, I fucking hate when they do shit like that and like yeah. manufactured scarcity for like the special editions and that kind of thing. Because like. <sighs> I know. Like they sell out right away, and then they all go up on fucking eBay for like you know three times the price, and it's just a 
bunch of assholes that are making their fucking like that's how they that make their money. making that their job yeah i know that's fucked up but i kind of get why you do it from the perspective of like the the actual um company like look at witcher witcher did it yeah well. but i mean i i don't so there's a, I don't there's understand a technicality why you wouldn't do involved, that like and that like gaming is, games are actually like as expensive as games are still and like especially like we're in canada so like breath of the wild is going to cost me 80 dollars when we get it like when it comes out next week but like games are cheaper now than they've ever been because like I remember paying like a hundred bucks for any Super NES games and stuff like that. That's true. And like they've stayed pretty consistently like that like lower price for a long time. But like given inflation and stuff, it is. Yeah, they haven't gone up that much. Yeah. But like, it is a way for it is just it's kind of a cash grab and it almost feels like half the stuff's going to be on the disc anyway. But like. These two things, so what it is, is that you get this $20 season pass. It goes on sale on March 3rd, so you can buy it probably on your system along with it. Okay. And, mm-hmm. like, Hyrule, what does it say? Explain. Hyrule will benefit from the first main series expansion content pack. You can expect extra chests and clothing for Breath of the Wild right from the start. Pack 1 will add a new Cave of Trials and a hard difficulty setting, as well as an intriguing additional map feature. No details. Pack 2 will add not only a new original story, but also a new dungeon and additional challenges. <laughs> so whatever that'll be. So it's not just like new skins and level packs and stuff like that. So it does yeah. sound like there's actually going to be stuff there, but yeah, well, it makes sense. Yeah, that's why I liked how Witcher did it. Like, it wasn't, you know, like expansion um, so much as like, uh, you know, you go into the... Um, you get, like, new armor for Geralt. It was a full-fledged world. And I feel like at that point, then it's worth it because you're actually getting something that's genuine gameplay. And, I mm-hmm. mean, I, I get it. But it's still, like, it's it does suck that it's, um, you know, so it feels exclusive. Like, you have the most, to... The most, like, experience I've had with that was for, like, Arkham Knight. I bought the season pass because uh-huh. um, they added, like, a whole separate set of missions after the fact. Yeah. And then you got, like, uh, some outside the main story kind of mission stuff that was like, yeah. but it always feels tacked on and it's all super short. So like you can do like the five extra missions that are in the in-game map, like you can really clear through them in like maybe five hours or something like that, which given like the, the main game and doing all the main quests in the, in that game take you about, well, if you don't include the Riddler, like insanity, that's like two days worth of fucking work to get all the trophies yeah. and stuff. Um, it's usually about like you can probably whip through the game and clear everything else out except for the Riddler stuff in like about two days. Adding like half a day's worth of content and DLC that you're charging sixty bucks for when you, your game is already seventy or something like that always feels kind of yeah well, chintzy to me. That's but. why I said Witcher was worth it because it, that was about another thirty forty hours of gameplay. That's see that's a whole game to, that's like two games to yeah, me. Yeah, and insanity. it was two games. It yeah. was two new games. Like it was fantastic. And that to hmm. me was totally worth the extra 15 20 bucks. Do you play that on PC yeah. though? Like I should have played it on PC. I'm starting to like realize there are certain games you should play on PC. Like yeah. um I'm playing Dragon Age Inquisition now yeah. and um not this second, but um and I'm pissed because there's mods on it that I should have downloaded to do like to have the romance option that I want that you can do on uh because, of course, it's Bioware, so they have great romances. Um, but I, I fucked up because I, I started playing it on PS4, and now I'm so dedicated to my PS4 with my Inquisitor that I don't want to waste the time to go back and do the, you know, 15 hours that I've already put into it. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. But, no, PC allows for so much more, like, room to, to grow and, like, participate. 
and like be an active yeah. participant in your gameplay, which I really have started to like a lot. But I was just looking, and uh, yeah, it does look like all the fucking Switch pre-orders have sold out. So oh yeah, they, they sold out a long time ago. Which we didn't have we didn't have the money for for it anyway, so we'll have to wait yeah. a little bit until we can afford it. But I don't know how long it will. Alicia will probably end up just putting it on a credit card at some point. Yeah, <laughs> whenever they whenever the next batch comes available or whatever. That's the yeah. one. That's the one perk about uh, living with uh, with a guy who owns his own game store. You get everything. So he's, yeah. is, he, is, is he gonna have one already? Um, yeah, can I can I send Mark like pictures of my dick to get uh, get a switch? Maybe like this Mark, but it probably wouldn't work on my Mark. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe threaten to sell, send him pictures of my dick if he doesn't get me a switch. Or you could just ask him nice. That's actually probably more accurate. Just threaten him. <laughs> switch. I will send you pics of my douche and my dick. I don't know why I said my douche. Oh, his douche. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Like what comes out at yeah. the end? <laughs> I, think, I think that's just the home enema kit. I don't think you guys have douches. Oh, unless Tim's like totally gonna fucking like start like putting a syringe, like doing that whole weird like urethra syringing sounding thing. Yeah. yeah. So, no, that that sounds extremely painful. Yeah, it sounds excruciatingly painful. So. Douches I hear aren't very fun. No, I have right. to try to douche. No, you're not big mean, on the like, so it, autumn breeze or whatever. Sorry, what? <laughs> you're not big on the autumn breeze or whatever it is, or the. I just think that my vagina should smell like a vagina. <laughs> or you remember the was the SNL sketch the uh, pumpkin spice douche? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to skip the news. Fuck the news. Let's do geek of the week. Yeah, let's do geek of the week. <laughs> Uh, was there any good news? I didn't see much I, anyway. There was like I think Matt Reeves confirmed to do Batman. Blah, don't care. Yeah. Uh, they're not sure if they're going to do any more Sherlock. Oh, I. Yeah. You know what? That's, I really that's hardly hope, news. I hope they do one more season to make up for the shit show that was this past season. I didn't ever finish watching this season. It I was not do. good. All right, fair enough. There's some like <laughs> CW stuff, like next year's crossover. They're they're pretty. They're promising that it'll be like a true four way, like four episode thing because all the shows have already been renewed. Yeah, there's a plan for Dean Cain and Terry Hatcher to share a scene on Supergirl. Yeah, yeah, that's all minor shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, Drew Goddard is working on the Deadpool two script. Apparently, that's exciting. Yeah, mm. there's been a bunch of like Wolverine stuff. Uh, like because they're doing the press for Logan, so well they said Patrick Stewart decided he's not going to do any more um, X Men X Men movies, yeah, because he feels like this is as good a send off as he's going to get. Oh, that's that's I think a wise choice. Well, he's been doing it. Yeah, I can't I can't fucking wait for Logan. I need yeah. to get tickets yeah. for that. Yeah, I got I have to go next week. Yeah. So I mean, like it's just I think with Patrick Stewart, like that's such a smart call because like go out on top with a character that mm. you've enjoyed playing. That's kind of like. You know, it is iconic for a lot of people. You don't want to end it with something shitty. I still remember, Tim will probably remember this too, like back in the day, like all the fan casting when they were first started talking about doing an X-Men movie and everybody was just like, there was no other choice for uh, Professor Xavier except for yeah, Patrick Stewart. Patrick like, yeah, because he's a Literally, movie. there was no choice, other choice. If they'd cast anybody else, like nobody would have saw the movie. Like people would have been like, fuck you. I know, it's so fuck true. You. He was just, he's perfect yeah. for it. Like, yeah. And it brought him. What I really enjoyed about it was that it brought him beyond Picard for a lot of people. Because yeah, he is totally. Genuinely, yeah. like a very talented actor. Oh yeah, I mean he's like Shakespearean, like trained, you know, actor. Oh yeah, I saw him perform in, on Broadway in New York. 
Oh, did you? Did you yeah. go see the, his his two man show with Ian McKellen? Yeah. Oh no! Did you, see him, do, did you see him do Waiting for Godot? No, I didn't. I didn't see Waiting for Godot. Oh. I saw. Um, I would have loved to have seen that. I wish they'd recorded and like yeah, put it or something. Yeah. That would have been amazing. I, I saw that, the That's one of my favorite plays. And I would. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, nice. No, he was in uh, the actor from Almost Famous was in it as well. The Billy Crudup. Billy Crudup. Okay. He was. Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. I like Billy Crudup. He doesn't get enough uh, play. I find like he's very very talented actor. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that movie, Almost Famous. One of my favorite movies ever. It is so yeah. good, and he was brilliant. The show itself, I wasn't like huge on. It was called No Man's Land, I think, but um, mm-hmm. it was it was okay. It wasn't fantastic, but it, what was the why we went was to watch them act. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I wish I could have seen something like that because, like, just see, even like, yeah, like the Godot thing would have been amazing, just because yeah. it would just be McKellen and Stewart just riffing like for yeah. what, two hours or whatever on yeah. a very well-established play. So, like, it'd be really I cool. Really, yeah, I really, really would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the only other thing I had opened is Neil Gaiman's working on a Batman story for nearly 30 years. <laughs> which <laughs> is interesting to me. But Yeah. No, well, American so. Gods is coming out pretty soon now. I know. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm super yeah, excited. They started releasing a lot of promo stuff for that. Yeah. Um, on the more, uh, speaking of comics, uh, there is some, I would call, major like DC stuff that happened this past week. Uh, we got a new Justice League of America series, um, which is like this kind of, it's a Batman team. Um, with, oh, yeah. Yeah. Were we talking about yeah. that last week before the episode or something like that? Yeah, exactly. But the first issue came out this past week, and it was actually really fucking good. Um, yeah. So any of our listeners that uh, were kind of on the fence about it, I would definitely recommend uh, to get on that. I read uh, I read the Wildstorm uh, issue one this week too. Yeah. Um, it feels like it's it's a little decompressed, so I, I probably need to like get through like the first yeah. trade to figure out exactly what's going on. But it was it's a slow starter. Yeah. But the art was yeah. really nice. I actually really quite enjoyed oh, the, yeah. the artist on it. And like it feels like a Warren Ellis book, so uh yeah. I was in for that. So that's pretty cool. Um Yeah, yeah so let's get uh, let's get to Geek of the Week. Uh yeah. Christy, do you wanna start us off? Or do you um, guys want to do a tag or something goofy first? <laughs> what you mean are like Geek of the Week? Yeah, there you go. Geek 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 geek. There it is. Um No, uh what was my geekies? I'm just like I'm still Pokemoning hardcore. Um, and I'm loving it, but I think, uh, my geekiest thing that I did this week was I started Dragon Age Inquisition, like, three years late, um, <laughs> and, uh, I've been really enjoying that. I haven't had a lot of time to play it yet because I've been, oh my god, so busy. Um, I did, like, uh, rehearsals for Sister Act have started, and I've got, um, where I'm going to play a nun in a habit, and, um... <laughs> There's just, like, I have another show that I'm in right now where I'm playing a mother who has major depressive disorder, and so there hasn't been a lot of time to be home. Um, <laughs> but every time I am home, every minute I have, I'm, like, playing Dragon Age Inquisition, and it's uh, it's super fun. And I like that I've made myself a very, very, very tall woman with horns. Um, very, very. So, <laughs> so you're living... You're, me. I was going to say, you're living a fantasy life here in this yes. game, right? Yes, I'm taller than everyone. <laughs> um... But yeah, so that's uh, 
that's kind of my geekiest thing. I've just, I had a lot of fun making my character and just like trying, like I said, I've been doing a lot of research to see who the best romance option is for my Kunari um, Inquisitor and <laughs> just um, like reading all about Dragon Age because that's what I tend to do with like games like this. Like I did the same thing with Mass Effect. I was like, who should I romance? And like searched it all up and was like, what's the best armor? And it's just, that's, I love doing that with games like this. <laughs> Very nice. That's my geekiest thing is just head diving into a new head diving guys um, <laughs> diving head first into a is that a euphemism game. gross um head diving <laughs> nasty but yeah, yeah so that's the uh uh that's that's my geekiest thing awesome uh tim <laughs> Uh, I definitely did lean pretty hard into Pokemon again this week. Um, I was uh, traveling for work in Boston, and uh, there were a bunch of Pokemon there that I can't get in Atlanta, so I'm up to like 30-something of the Gen 2 Pokemon now. Um, but really, the biggest thing, uh, I, the flights to and from Boston were like two and a half hours each, so I was able to just fucking chew through a bunch of uh, the comics that I've just been had had sitting there waiting to be read lately, like that uh, the Justice League of America Rebirth one and a bunch of uh, Wonder Woman stuff in the last few months, which is uh, was actually surprisingly good. Um, uh, so, yeah, they kind of reintroduced Ares into the Rebirth universe, and uh, which was pretty good. And it was nice just to have a um, you know, big chunk of time to myself both ways that I could just sit down and burn through a bunch of... Uh, for the most part, really good comics. Cool, 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 cool. Um, I was I've had a I've had a geeky geeky week actually this week. So Tell I, us. I did a, a bunch of stuff. Um, I'm burning through my my shame pile at a fairly like terrifying rate. So I finally beat I beat Rise of the Tomb Raider. I beat Uncharted Four. Oh, I've, so good. I finally beat Red Dead Redemption. Um, what was the other one I beat? Oh, and. Uh, Ghostbusters is now backwards compatible on Xbox One, so I played through that really quick because it takes like eight hours to play, and I love that game. So I've been playing some games. Um, last weekend, I saw John Wick Two. Um, oh yeah, which was amazing. So I highly recommend going if you haven't seen either of them because I know Christy hadn't seen John. I saw Wick. one. I saw the one. Did you see the first one? I watched yeah. It. So go see John Wick Two. Like when as soon as you can see John Wick Two, see it. It's uh, it was fucking a lot of fun. But um, my main thing this week, like it's been, I've been at concerts all week. Um, I've seen, I saw Big Rec last weekend uh, in Toronto, but I've seen the Tea Party three times touring Transmission. Um, like twenty, the twentieth anniversary of their nineteen ninety seven album was this year, so they're around town. So I went like old school, like it was two thousand again, and instead of just seeing one, seeing them one time, I went and saw them like three times, kind of accidentally nice. with a bunch of different people and stuff like that. Please. Yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I had some friends from Atlanta that uh, are pretty big Tea Party friends or fans for whatever reason. They're like the only people I've met in the U.S. that know who Tea Party is. But yeah. uh, they um, flew up to Toronto and went to the Oshawa show. Uh, nice. And I mean, they like made sort of a weekend out of it and stayed there for a few days. But they said it was a really good show, too. Yeah, well, I saw them in Oakville last Thursday. Um like just because it was right up the street, like it took us it takes like ten minutes to get to Oakville from where we are. So we went to the little theater there, and like we were like in row, I think, like F or G or something like that. So we're like right up front in this little like five hundred seat theater, um, and it was way too loud. So I had to put my ear like protection <laughs> in because I was like my ears are screaming at me. 
But then the last two nights, I was uh, they, there's this awesome little venue in Buffalo called the Tom, Town Ballroom that like my sister and my cousins have found and like love to go to when smaller bands go through and play. And they did a two night stand there, so we bought tickets to go to that. Um, so I went down and saw that twice, like on Thursday and then last night too. Nice. So it was a lot yeah. of fun, and it was always nice seeing those bands like getting back to like actually playing and like the crowd was nuts in Buffalo. Like you could tell they're having a fucking blast cause the crowd was all rowdy and like chanting, like they're chanting Stuart, like the, the bass player slash keyboard player's name, which is like nobody, whatever you can almost tell Jeff Martin was almost like jealous of how much attention he was getting. So <laughs> it was super funny, but they sounded amazing. So it was a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, music stuff, we actually had a little bit of activity on our Facebook page this week. That was kind of cool to see. Yeah. Uh, where, yeah, where uh, Michael Taylor went out and bought a couple of the albums that uh, I, th- I think they were both albums off your list, weren't they, Mark? Yeah, they're both from my list. So uh, yeah, he, he bought he, uh, Grace and uh, one National. Else it was it was the right. it was Alligator by the National. Alligator, um, awesome, yeah. awesome picks. And uh, immediately, Christy was disappointed that it wasn't one of her picks. Yep. But because <laughs> um, obviously, I have the best musical taste. Yeah, obviously, Christy has spent years and years fucking like curating her musical taste so, so that she can be give you elite, yeah. uh, a greatest like, hits album and a uh, and a and a soundtrack. All and a soundtrack. Is that Abba and Elton John are going to be on the next list. Okay, it's all. Are they? What are they? Greatest hits or albums? Probably so. Abba will be greatest yeah. hits. Uh, no, that's not allowed anymore. Elton we John we will also be out. greatest hits. <laughs> we've 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 thrown down the fucking hammer on that. We will do an episode at some point that's just like favorite artists, you know, kind of thing. At which point, because I mean, Mark and I have talked about this a bit as well. Like, there are definitely artists that were like, "How have this? How has this not shown up like in my top ten already?" But it's just because they're not like great album artists. Well, that's actually like, the Tea Party is a band that's a lot like that for me. Actually, they're one of my favorite, like all time favorite bands. I've seen them. This is like I'm into my 35th, 36th, 37th time seeing the Tea Party with this little run. Oh my god! Um, like I love the Tea Party, but like when I look at their albums, I'm always like, "Huh, I don't really like love this whole album." But mm-hmm. like if you put them, give me a live show, I'm fucking, I'm there and I'm totally happy. Like I love, I love that band, but like they never put out like one album that I feel is like really good, like. So they've got good yeah. albums, but it's never one that I'm going to be like, yeah, this is my top 10 or top 20 or whatever like that. So the Tea Party yeah. is like getting back to what I was talking about. Like the, the Tea Party is that band to me. Like they're one of my favorite bands to see live. And I do listen to the albums, but like they're such just like the ultimate live band for me. So, yeah. And we were saying like Bowie's a lot like that as well, too. Mm-hmm. Like Bowie's obviously just a you know, fucking amazing consummate musician and, and writer and everything. But every album has a couple of weak spots on it. Mm hmm. So it's hard for me to go back and say, like, this album is fucking amazing, you know, even though it's got, you know, maybe even, like, five or six, like, absolutely fucking phenomenal songs, yeah. the rest is just kind of okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's been, that was that was something we were, I was actually talking to Paul about that, like, while we were discussing it, and he had a Tea Party album on his, and I was like, I don't really have any Tea Party that high up, because I never feel like their albums are, like, that consistent the whole way through, but, like, yeah. offer me to see them three times in, like, a week, and I'm like, I'm fucking there every night, so... Yeah. yeah. Let's go. But yeah, no, we'll have to do that. Maybe that'll be the next time. My next hosting will be we'll we'll talk about favorite artists or something like that. We'll do that. Sure. Um, but that was my geeky thing is uh, being a concert hound and like I've seen seen four shows in a week and I have another one next week and I'm seeing Matthew Good do Beautiful Midnight next Saturday. So 
Nice. Yeah, it's going to be. I'm very excited for that show too. So, because he's playing new stuff too in the encore, I'm very excited. But it'll be really cool to hear some of the songs from Beautiful Midnight that he either never played or hasn't played since like '99. And it's the same with the Tea yeah. Party. Like, there were songs that like from Transmission that I don't they think were ever actually play played. Live. Yeah, they were super complicated, so they never played them live. Or like, I know he was complaining about uh, the one song "Gyroscope." They like, had to be a fan to know the song, but like, he screams through it, so he couldn't. They were like, "We didn't want to do this every night on tour." And I think they played it like once or something like that, and then it never really yeah. came back because it's real hard on his vocals. And mm. they kind of they kind of retweaked it for this tour so that he's not screaming throughout the whole thing, like he's singing <laughs> more. But like, yeah, the Pussy. Album, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's the an album. instrument. Yeah, the album, the album, the album version is pretty like aggressive, and it's not. It wasn't quite as aggressive live as it was on the album, but it was still pretty yeah. cool to hear. Just like hear them play it was kind of neat. So nice, cool, cool. So we're gonna get into topic of the show or meat of the episode. Sorry, I'm stealing from another podcast. Topic of the show is uh, <laughs> I think it's a game over Greggy show or something like that. Then, <laughs> um, you guys want to do meat of the episode? Uh, <laughs> Unexpected. Like- Improvised meat. Meat. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't feel like coming up with a topic this week because I'm extremely lazy and was really busy. Um, busy playing video games and going to concerts. Um, <laughs> quote unquote busy. Quote unquote busy. Um, I was doing job interviews too. I was, it's been a, it was a busy week. But um, yeah, it's, it's been pretty nuts the last two weeks. But anyway, um, so I decided I went online and found a random question conversation starter. So I'm just going to ask the guys some questions. And see <laughs> what comes up. Just because... We're going to learn a lot about each yeah, other this we week, are. I feel like. Yeah, we are. <laughs> like Christy, who didn't know I had a fucking PhD. Yeah, exactly. So this is just like... This is like... It's going to be like us on our first date. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> it not it, though? All right. So I'm clicking. And the first thing... What is your favorite band? Jesus. Yeah, that's fucked what? up. <laughs> are you sure it's not listening to us, Mark? It might be. It might be... A t- should we just skip it might... that? <laughs> okay, we'll skip that one. What is the craziest thing you've ever done? Ooh. Okay, I've got mine. Okay, go. Well, it wasn't even what I had done. It was like something that I uh, sort of participated in, I guess. Um, I, I think I told you guys the story, maybe. If, I'm, if I did, tell me and I'll think of my other craziest thing. But did I ever tell you the story of my skinny dipping you alluded to it. You didn't get into detail. Yes, you didn't. Yeah. Okay. With, With yeah. yeah. Let's hear it. Okay, I'm not going to give her real name. Um, <laughs> but uh, when I was 16, um, and I told the story recently um, uh, at a storytelling event, but when I was 16, I... Um, was with my friend at her family's cottage for a week. And um, it was the last night of our um, of our vacation. And it was like 2 or 3 in the morning. And she just like, we were in the kitchen because we've been playing cards and chatting. And she was just like, we need to do something crazy, so let's go skinny dipping. And I was like, ah, I'm an awkward 16-year-old. I don't want to do that kind of stuff. And she just like, takes me by the hand leads me into the room we were sharing and like starts stripping she's just like tearing <laughs> off clothes and i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god because i'm like like 16 and i was just so awkward about Your pastor's daughter yeah, and like i was <laughs> awkward about like her boobs were just everywhere and like they were huge and i was just like, ah! 
she was like i remember her turning me and being like what's weird about this you have boobs i have boobs we both have boobs we've seen boobs and i was like yes but you've seen your let's mash them together and i've seen my breasts (laughs) and i just don't need to see your breasts it's just like so uncomfortable um and then like I remember she just like asked me if I she was just like please can we just do this it'll be so fun it'll be it's a memory and I was like fine so I like changed behind a towel and I'm just like so awkward (laughs) just like covered up and we go outside and she just like runs the end of the dock drops her towel and jumps into the water like a friggin mermaid and um I fell in the water um I tripped over my <laughs> towel and just like <laughs> fell head first in. Being, and like this, being typical graceful yeah, Christy. Yeah. Like and it's even worse because I was like sixteen and like pre like I was pubescent, I guess. Not prepubescent, <laughs> pubescent right in the pube. Um, oh, <laughs> I told it far more elegantly. Um, <laughs> yeah. um but uh so I, I like came up after I'd like fallen in the water and I was freaking out because um, I couldn't see her anywhere and I was like thinking all these terrible things that could have happened to her like um, I was convinced there were freshwater sharks that had like eaten her she'd like this is like a movie like I've seen this exact <laughs> scene play out in a movie where somebody jumps in the water and you like where'd you go where'd you yeah. go and there's like you know suspenseful music and then they come up and like I'm fine and then they pull you in too or whatever well um well, uh, yeah, because, like, I, I couldn't find her, and, like, I was feeling these, like, little, you know how minnows, like, bite at you if you've been standing on a rock mm-hmm. for a while? So I was, like, feeling all these little minnows on my feet and my legs, and then I felt this, like, big pinch on the back of my leg, and I was just like, oh, fuck, it's like a, a fish is eating me! And um, I turned around, and she just, like, pops out of the water in front of me, and, like, she's just... I don't even know how to describe it. I just remember, like, her seeing seeing her pop up. And, like, she always had, like, the cinnamon shampoo. So, like, she smelled, like, <laughs> fresh water and cinnamon. And then she just, like, grabbed me, pulled me in, and kissed me. And, like, it was just, like... This is, like, the most erotic uh, episode of Dance Robot Dance ever. And it's made weird because you're underage. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was 16, too. Uh, and, yeah, uh, but we're not yeah. <laughs> now. But, and our most of our listeners, I'm pretty sure, are not. And yeah. you're making everybody feel real weird now. I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm not even telling it in a good way. Like this is my goofy story. You should hear the way I tell it. Like it's it's beautiful. But um, so she, but it, I felt so bad though, and it was like crazy because like I'd never like this was like the first like time I'd ever been like naked with someone like fully naked i could like feel like her like just the heat of her against me and i just remember like i wanted to want to be a part like an active participant like i actually i wished that i was like into the kissing but all i could think about was that our boobs were just like like it was like tetris (laughs) They were just like fit between each other, and I could not stop thinking about how our boobs were fitting. And I think she realized that because she like pulled away and like went back in the water and didn't say anything. And then like I didn't see her again for the rest of the night. And then the next morning, like we didn't talk about it, and like for a week we didn't talk about it. And, like two weeks turned into like a month, and she finally came up to me and was just like, "You know, it's I." that night did happen and I was like yeah I know and she was like and I I just I think I'm in love with you and I was like oh fuck 
I'm sorry. I love you so much, but I'm straight. And like, like I just knew that like we were never going to be like have the same friendship. And it was like devastating because she was like my best, best friend in the whole wide world. But I don't know, like that night, though, like even now, like over 10 years later, it's still like it's a story. And it's like one of the craziest things I've ever done. Nice. There you go. That's, that's I like the six. I like that sixteen <laughs> is only ten years ago for you. It's eleven years. <laughs> Almost twelve. Almost twelve. So old. God, when did I get so old? Um, Tim, what is the craziest thing you've ever done? The one that I keep coming back to would be probably like the first time that uh, Alicia, my wife, and I met in person. So we met on the internet, like basically through mutual friends. Uh, this is like late 2003 and uh just were we talked back and forth for like eight months and we're basically like you know dating online and uh then it was like the it was the labor day weekend in 2004 and i was like i have a couple of days off you know we haven't met each other in person yet i know you live in atlanta but like would it be cool if i drove down there and we just hang out for a couple of days and uh she said yeah, sure, I guess. I mean, it's a long fucking way to drive. And uh, and I did it. I told my parents I was going to visit my friend in Indiana because uh, that w- wasn't, you know, was about half as far kind of thing. And I figured that that way they wouldn't be like, you know, freaked out that I was driving across the fucking, you know, continent or whatever. Um, and uh, but instead, I just drove all the way down to fucking uh, <laughs> to Atlanta, uh, and literally, like, I drove like through the night. My fucking car ran out of gas on the way, oh, no! and it, it was like in the middle of the middle of the fucking night. I had to like hitch a ride to a gas station. Um, it was basically I was like trying to get to the next state because I knew the gas was supposed to be cheaper there, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, still, yeah. So. Uh, and then, yes, and I had to, like, these fucking people pulled up in, like, a pickup truck, and I was like, I'll pay you, like, 20 bucks or whatever to drive me down to the gas station back, and they did, and I was kind of scared that it was going to end up, like, deliverance or something like that. <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> did you like, hear banjos? You yeah, need to exactly. run the other way. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but, no, luckily I survived that, and, uh... Yeah, and then fine. I did ma- end up making it to uh, uh, down to Atlanta, and like I was awake for like something like thirty six hours straight or something like that, and we just hung out for a couple days and had a really good time, and didn't leave the hotel room very much, and uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, I drove back, and like we continued going on after that, and like after that it was. Uh, well, actually, that was just a few months before I started working at Disney World, and during that year, like we were not nearly as far apart, so we saw each other more often. But yeah, that first trip uh, was probably one of the more like you know sort of crazy, risky, or whatever things that I've done. Like it was basically we were just to the point where like, okay, one of us has to do something so that we can actually you know move this to the next level or whatever, and. I'm just like, oh, what the fuck? I'm going to do it. I have like two and a half days off, so I'm going to drive fucking a thousand miles or whatever to come see you. You should, uh, that's almost, that sounds like something out of a fucking movie, actually. <laughs> that does. That sounds amazing. Like, it's such a beautifully romantic gesture. 
And the first time that we actually like met, like she said, there's this park by my house that I go to a lot. Why don't we meet there? It'll, you know, it'll be easier for you to find me. Part of it was because I couldn't meet her at her house because she was still living with her ex-boyfriend. Oh. Yeah, and uh, th- that was a whole thing. So like, she basically uh, had to like you know lie and say she was going somewhere else because she didn't want him to like freak out or whatever. Wow. Um, and so we met at this park, and uh. I got there before she did, and then she got there half an hour later or something like that, and uh, I I was sitting on the swings, and I was apparently sitting in, like, the swing that she, like, always used used when she went to the park kind of thing, so, mm-hmm. and that was actually where I ended up proposing to her oh. four, four years after that or something like that on Halloween. That's so sweet. I uh, was at that, same, at that same park in those uh, swings. That's so cute, Tim. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I'm like go. getting all like teary. That's so sweet. Aww. Wow. <laughs> Mine are not. Mine's not anywhere near as like cute or romantic as that. So no. <laughs> who cares? Uh, so the craziest thing I ever did. Well, like I have a relationship one, but that didn't end quite as cutely as either of yours did. So I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> mine didn't end cutely. Mine ended in mine heartbreak ended, and depression. Mine ended in yeah. Mine ended in heartbreak and depression too. But it's like wasn't 16 year old heartbreak and depression. It was 32 year old heartbreak and depression. Okay. So not as not as not as entertaining to tell that story. But my the craziest thing I did in 2004. Uh, so probably around the same time Tim was driving down to Atlanta. Um, <laughs> maybe a couple months later. Uh, the only Pearl Jam show <laughs> that was being played that year was in Philadelphia. Um, and I'd never, like, I've driven pretty far to see bands, but, like, Montreal or Detroit are still within, like, a day and I could get home kind of thing if yeah. I wanted to. Um, Philly's not so much, really. You guys probably could <laughs> if you wanted to, but I was like, the only show they were playing that year was in Philadelphia. So instead of doing the right thing and telling anybody where I was going, I disappeared for three days. Oh my god, why? <laughs> um, and drove down to, because like if I told my parents I was just going to drive down by myself to see Pearl Jam, they probably would have freaked the fuck out because I was. That's why I told my parents that I was only going to Indiana. <laughs> they were like, they were cool. If I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Montreal and like follow the tour back to Toronto and then go out to Detroit or whatever. That that's fine. But like, I'm driving down to Philly by myself because who's going to go to fucking Philadelphia to see Pearl Jam with me? <laughs> Nobody. Um, so I drove down across the border and drove down by myself to Philadelphia and saw Pearl Jam and like stayed in Philly for a day and like just wandered around and saw everything and saw the show. It was awesome. It was so cool to see them that on that tour. But it was like, yeah. Just, like, by myself in Philadelphia, like, the first night, I was like, the fuck am I doing? Like, I've never <laughs> been, awesome, like, alone, like alone this far away from home kind of thing. Because usually it would be, like, I'd take Eric and, like, go wherever or whatever. Or, like, my cousin, we go to Montreal and see them there or something like that. I'd always have friends with me. This time I was yeah. just like, no, not telling anybody, getting in the car, going by myself, just driving down there. Which has become, like, a thing. I've done it a couple times. Like, I drove to Albany in 2006 because they were playing. And it's like, oh, I can get there in, like, three hours and get home kind of thing. And I'll okay. just drive down mm-hmm. and get, see the show. But, like, the Philly show was the only one that year. And I was like, fuck it. Like, somebody had put the ticket up on one of the message boards and was like, I'll give it to you at face. And I was like, sold. And I <laughs> sent him the money and I drove down and met the guy. And we actually sat together during the show because he was a 10 club member. So, oh, nice. we, so we sat with the together during the show and stuff and chatted. We actually ended up like going to the bar after the show and stuff. They had a meetup, like a ten club meetup. Oh, cool! Thing. So we, I went and like did the ten club meetup and stuff like that and hung out with a bunch of like rabid, rabid Pearl Jam fans that <laughs> I felt I felt I finally felt at home. <laughs> I found my <laughs> peace. 
I finally found my people, these random, these random like people from like, and it was weird too, because, because it was the only show and Pearl Jam is one of those bands people will travel to see. There's people from fucking everywhere. I ended up meeting a bunch of people from like the Toronto area. Because, like, I had, like, a, I had a Matthew Good shirt on. And the guy's like, oh, are you Canadian? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from, like, well, I'm from Niagara, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, we're from Toronto. I'm like, oh, cool. So we ended up, like, spending, like, the next day, like, before the show, like, drinking and shit in there. Because our hotel rooms were, like, two floors apart kind of thing. So we just ended up hanging out with mm-hmm. these guys all night. And, That's like, cool. And shit. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. But it was, like. like backpacked only to a show. Only to a concert, yeah. yeah. And like nobody, <laughs> nobody here knew about it till years later. And like now, my mom's gonna hear the full story of what fucking random shit I did back then. She has then. no idea. No, well, oh. she she knew I did. She knew I did stuff like that. Like after the fact, like I'd be like, oh yeah, I was in Detroit for this random show, and they're like, what? What the fuck? When did you go to that? And I'm like, well, I I want to see like another Pearl Jam show or whatever. Yeah. So remember that time I blatantly <laughs> lied to you? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where I told... I have no idea where I told them I was. I was probably like, oh, I'm staying at John's house for a couple of days and just, like, fucked off kind of thing. <laughs> parents? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But I went down to Philadelphia and saw Pearl Jam instead. So Every that's time the- you say Philadelphia, all I hear in my head is, Streets of Philadelphia. Bruce Springsteen showed up at that show, actually, and, like, did uh, really? Rockin' in the Free World with Pearl that's Jam. That's cool. Night. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was cool. Huh. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, because it was one of the uh, it was it was the the vote for choice tour, right? Like it was right during like right in the middle of the Bush administration, so they're trying to oh. get Bush kicked out, and it was Pearl Jam show. Yeah, that that worked real well. Yeah, it didn't work out super well. So <laughs> pretend because like it'd be helpful if that happened with Trump. Ah, uh, yeah, good luck uh, with that. The furthest I've ever driven for a concert, I uh, which wasn't as like spur of the moment; it was more planned out. But uh, me and three or four uh friends we uh rented a fucking like station wagon and drove to coachella mm. in uh in california in like palm springs oh that's cool that was that was like a two or three day like road trip each way i never i've never done coachella they never had anybody like aside from radiohead the one year that i really wanted to see and was that 2004 yeah that's the year i went that's the year you went yeah there see i wanted yeah. to go to that I didn't... they were there the Pixies uh, had just reunited and were there. I see. Um, I had sure just there. seen the Pixies play up. Like they had just done. The, I'm not sure if they'd done the tour yet or the tour had been announced, but they were playing in Toronto already. So I was like, I'm not going to drive out all the way up to fucking Coachella to see the Pixies when they're going to be playing in Toronto, kind of thing, or Mississauga. Yeah. Actually, I've actually I'm uh, kind of bummed. I've never been to a con- like a musical like a um, festival. Festival. Yeah, I've never. I've they don't happen that. as well. I guess yeah. they still kind of have, like they still do Coachella and stuff, but like it's just not the same. Like because now it's like Beyonce. Like I don't care. Like it's yeah. not that as big a deal to me. Like I don't want to see. I don't care about seeing Kanye. Like no, it's really. It, I think. I mean, I, that was the only one that I went to. Like that really big kind of festival besides like Edge Fest and that sort of thing. But um, oh, I love those Edge Fests. I miss those. Yeah. It really depends on like the people that you go with. Like I had a pretty good group of people overall. There was one girl that was kind of like a wet blanket and kind of weird and oh yeah, like hippie hippie one, crystal kind of per- girl. And she was a little bit uh, of a buzzkill. But for the most part, everybody was really cool and chill. And you know, we would just like if everybody wanted to go to the same same thing, it was great. If we just wanted to go our separate ways, we would kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I saw fucking I saw craft work there too. That was nice. amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. It was really cool. I'm really glad that I did get to go. And it's one of those big ones where they have like huge, crazy like art installations and that sort of thing yeah. too. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I remember those yeah. like going to going to the Edge Fest every year. We would go up and like it was like from like '97 to like 2004 or something like that. We would go up to Barry, like up to Molson yeah. Park, and do those Edge Fests. Um, and I probably talked yeah. about going a couple times on the podcast, but like 
there was always somebody who was like their first year coming with us and it was always like this huge pain in the ass because like they didn't bring they didn't weren't wearing the right shoes or like yeah they were overdressed and it was hot or they're underdressed and it was cold and it's just like the rest of us were so used to it that we were just like whatever and they're like what if we get lost and i'm like we're you meet at the car like it's not a big deal like, yeah yeah you know what i mean like we're gonna like we all have cell phones it's 2003 like well you'll be fine like, <laughs> stop worrying about it like yeah. Or you would pick, because like back then, like 98 or 99, you'd be like, okay, nobody had a cell phone yet. You'd be like, this tent, this merch tent, this is home base. Like, if you get lost, come back here and like, we'll find you eventually. Or like, if you know we're yeah. going to a show, like, because was only two or three, they're usually at max three stages. Couple at stages. Best. Yeah. You'd be like, we're going to be at the B stage, so we'll be sitting here, because like, Matthew Good's playing the B stage in 97, so we're going to watch that. Like, if you want to go to the A stage and watch like, 311 or whatever the fucking horseshit American band's playing on the main stage at that time. <laughs> that's fine, but mm-hmm. we want to see our crappy indie Canadian band like this afternoon. So, yeah. Um, and maybe throw water bottles at like fucking Cereal Joe or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Cereal Joe. That's the only one. Like, I have the vivid memory of them playing the B stage and just getting fucking pelted with water bottles. Oh, it was so funny. Like- <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, random question. So, click. <laughs> What is your dream job? Ooh. Okay, I've got my answer. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what I'd love to do is do voice acting. That would be the absolute bomb. If I could do that during the day and then do th- like theater at night, that would just be my like my dream. Awesome. I'd be so happy. <laughs> I never see. I, I feel like I'm the one person in the group who doesn't have like a, an acting kind of like musical performance kind of like a, aspiration. Although I kind of do, but not the same way. So. Music. Yeah. That makes but, sense. I mean, I, I I've never considered. I would never have ever considered like doing drama or anything like as a career. It was just something that I like to do to sort of you know so, as socially kind of thing. Yeah. Do with friends and and uh, um, yeah. But I, I do have other friends that are, like, really into voice acting, and uh, I've got one friend in particular. I don't know if he'll ever actually get to do it or not. I hope he does, but um, every time that he goes to, like, cons and stuff like that, he'll find, like, uh, oh, who's the dude that voiced Fry on uh, uh, Futurama? I don't, I don't remember his name. Billy something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, he always goes and sees, like, uh, that guy and, like, any of the other voice actors he can and, you know, asks, like, you know, how what do you recommend that I do to try and get into the industry or whatever? So, um, yeah, it seems like it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Billy West. True. Billy West. Yeah. Right. Um, so Tim, what was your, is your dream job? What's your dream job? <sighs> the, the one that I always come back to would be probably owning a comic store. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know, I know it's a really fucking tough business, yeah. uh, and I know that it's not a particularly lucrative business. So I would, you and know, this maybe, is why it's a dream. yeah, I'd, I'd maybe put the, you know, if I knew that I could do that, like, uh, and live pretty comfortably off of it, that's the sort of thing that uh, I might, you know, I might uh, jump into. But uh, yeah, just being around, you know, something that I love all day, and getting to talk to other people about it, and help people find things they're looking for, or, you know, fill gaps in their collection or whatever, or just you know, getting their new books or 
uh, people come in, you know, and you give them recommendations, say like, yeah, I really liked this. Or if you like this, you should check out this and that kind of thing. That would be, and you know, you could just fucking like have like movies playing in there all the time, music playing in there all the time, that kind of thing. And I think that would be a lot of fun. It would just give me a chance to just geek out constantly. Nice. Um, mine's actually like not, it's, it's tangentially related. Mine's always, I always wanted to draw comics. Like that was my, I, mm-hmm. and I tried for years and years and years, but, um, uh, yeah, so that was, it was, it was that either that or playing drums, like being, and not even, I didn't never wanted to be like in a huge, like I didn't want to be in U2, but like, I would have loved to have been like post Matthew Good band, Matthew Good's like permanent drummer for a couple years <laughs> and like do that kind of touring, like thing and like go in the studio and like record a bunch of new songs or like learn old stuff and like go on tour and play them for a couple weeks and then go back to some other gig or something like that like that would have been something i probably i could have seen myself doing and having a lot of fun with but comic penciler was always like that was the big dream and i always wanted to do that so well you don't want to be a tracer uh i ink myself so i don't really need (laughs) a fucking tracer so i guess technically i am kind of an inker because i do when I do pages, I usually do unfinished kind of pencils and then finish an ink kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so I have that kind of thing. But yeah, comic penciling was always like, God, I tried so fucking hard to do that for like 10 years. So, um, never got anywhere, oddly enough. Tried out every year. I met a lot of people. I met a bunch of like, I met Stuart Immonen. I met Steve McNiven. I, I had lunch with uh, Axel Alonso. Uh, I had a like half an hour conversation with Joe Quesada one time about my pencils and stuff like that. Like I've met cool guys in the industry and stuff like that. And like had them look at my work. I had Tim sale critique me one year. Um, It's, it's such a fucking tough industry to get into because there's so many people that are trying to get into it. I mean, art in general, but that in particular is really, really difficult. You know, like there's especially getting into it, like with the major publishers too. Mm -hmm. You know, like you, people that I, I don't know of very many people these days that would go straight to working for like, you know, DC or Marvel. Like they would have to like do their own, like, uh, you know, independently published stuff and then work for a smaller publisher and yeah, then a, a slightly bigger publisher. And yeah. And then like even now, like getting into it at this point, even by the time you break into a major, it, like the money's not the same as it used to no, be. Like some of those guys would make like. You'd hear stories about like J. Scott Campbell or like a Stuart Mc- or uh, Stuart Immonen or somebody like that making like a solid thousand fifteen hundred dollars per page or whatever, and it's like, yeah, you can mm-hmm. live on that very comfortably. Like that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Plus, they get residuals on trades and stuff. But like mm-hmm. the start out guy is like one hundred fifty bucks a page, which is like you're doing twenty two mm-hmm. pages a month. Like do the math; it's not a lot of money, kind of thing for the amount of labor yeah. involved. So it's like, oh god, yeah, that's, you've gotta, that's a tough gig. Got to be able to pump out like two or three books just to make a living, kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much until you get to that point where you can start charging more, or like you're writing your own stuff and own everything, and it, you got to hope it takes off. Like, yeah, it's 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 a crazy business to get into. So, because yeah. I've done all the research, like how to break in and stuff like that. I've gone to all the con like seminars and stuff, and like, well, it's not like yeah, it's not like you haven't given it. A go. I gave it a fair just... shot, and it's not like I hate design. Like design is like the ultimate fallback, so I'm just like, this is fine with me. Like I love doing what I do, but it's still, I still think about it every once in a while. Like I should go back to drawing, but it's just like the, it's a lot of work to get into it professionally. So, yeah, but I feel like the thing is though, sometimes it's it's shitty because everyone's like, if you really try with your dreams, it's definitely going to come true. And it's like, sometimes, no, nope, it's not, guys. Nope, sometimes no. it yeah. does not. And you have no. to there's, have a new there's, 
There's a lot of practical issues that go into it, unfortunately. Yeah, like, like I, have you know, to, I have to pay rent. If you're independently yeah. wealthy, then yeah. maybe you can, you know, just chase after your dreams yeah, kind of absolutely. thing. <laughs> if I didn't have to worry about paying rent or, like, whatever, I probably would still be after it kind of thing. But, like, I got to, yeah. you know, pay for my house and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, no, no, none of that anymore. All right. <laughs> um, well, we talked about that already. Yeah. All right. What movie have you rewatched the most number of times? Oh, this is embarrassing. I don't want to tell the truth. No, tell oh, the truth. Chrissy, you're going first. Then. You're going no, first, Chrissy. I'll go first. No, tell the truth. Oh, no. Tell it. Come on. Is it porn? No, it's no, porn. It's not is porn. it a porn? It's, not porn. <laughs> it's, it's Garrett's it's porn. It's mostly because of one day, when it, but I've watched it a lot. So. Do you guys remember the movie Heartbreakers? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I had an, a ridiculous crush on Jason Lee. I loved him <laughs> so much in that movie. One day I watched Oh, wait, wait, it. wait. Are you talking about the, the Jennifer Love Hewitt movie? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> really? It Jason has Lee, Zach man. Galifianakis and, like, Sarah Silverman in bit parts. And I, uh, I watched that movie one day, in one day once, 11 times. <laughs> Oh my god. Jesus, I loved really? it. I loved it so much. And wow. I recently I let, I watched it again last week. It's not a good movie. <laughs> it's not a good movie. It's a really bad movie. It's Sigourney Weaver's worst role. But... 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not the though, worst. It's literally Jennifer Love Hewitt at her hottest. Like yes. she is so unbelievably hot in that movie. Like I've yes. always liked Jennifer Love Hewitt, but like she oh. is smoking hot in this movie. And like for me, her her peak hot is uh, can't hardly wait. That's like the same year, isn't it? Uh, pretty close. Like it'd be that would have been like this late nineties or something is, like that. This is two thousand one. Uh, and can't hardly yeah. wait. Nineteen ninety eight. Okay, yeah, so around there, yeah. yeah. But yeah, those yeah that those three years probably were like her at like ridiculous peak. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah. Yeah, so... God, I can't believe 1998, that movie's 20 years old. Like, or like 19 years yeah. old. That's fucking unbelievable. That's crazy. Seth Green was just a fucking riot in that movie. Oh, yeah, he's so in... funny. Oh, I thought you meant he's... in... Uh... Can't Hardly Wait. Can't ha- not in Heartbreakers and Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah. I love that, like, Heartbreakers was, like, Jason Lee's attempt to break out from, like, the Kevin Smith, like, camp and, like, yeah. do his own thing. I was, loved like... him in it. He was so really? cute. Did you ever watch... How have you not seen the fucking, like, uh, the VSQ movies um, if you, like... I watched yeah. Dogma because Jason Lee was in it. Oh, okay. And I was like... Dogma's funny, though. I like Dogma. No, Dogma's amazing. I love that movie. But I remember, like, being shell-shocked about Jason Lee's performance and just being like... What an asshole he was. What happened to you? Who hurt you, Jason? He's <laughs> he's at his best in like if you and like in terms of like if you're gonna have a crush on him, probably Mallrats is the one you're gonna like. Yeah, the best. I need to watch it again. Yeah, I with the stink Jen, palm, that, you can definitely well, fall in love with the stink palm. He's he's at least not as abrasive no. as he is in uh, like in Chasing, Chasing Amy. Amy. I find him he's Chasing Amy abrasive. was a lot, um, but the ending with Chasing Amy like bummed me out about Jason okay. Lee. I was like, <gasps> no. Yeah. Okay, we can't talk about this too much because we got to do this episode yeah, at some point. But like, no, yeah, heartbreakers. <laughs> All right, that's fucking funny, actually. I know, and it's not even like in my top ten movies or twenty movies or thirty movies. It's just kind of been there. <laughs> like, okay, that's I don't hilarious. Know why. 
I've seen that movie a lot of times. Well, I'm sorry, I've seen parts of that movie a lot of times. I don't know. <laughs> on like uh, on Miss on Mr. Skin or on something Mr. like Skin? that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's so bad. Like the scene where she's on the fucking treadmill jogging. I probably watched that scene like a hundred thousand times. Mr. So. It's like it's a it's a web directory of like famous actresses' news scenes and like the timed code you need to use in the movie to see that to find it. I thought that was a joke yeah. when they talked about that and like knocked up. No, it's, no real, it's totally real. No, it's a real thing. It is a full, like, comprehensive database, and it's like, you know, it will tell you exactly, like, what's shown and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, side boob at six minutes and 33 seconds. Yeah, and nice. Full full frontal at, you know, 20 minutes and 62 se- or 53 so seconds or something. funny. Disgusting. Yeah. hilarious. <laughs> All right, Tim, what's the movie you've seen the most? I don't think mine's going to be pretty embarrassing, but it's definitely geeky. I'm, I've never really kept count, but I'm pretty positive that it would be the uh, original Star Wars trilogy. Oh, okay, that um, makes sense. Yeah. When, I, when I was a kid, I just fucking rewatched the shit out of those movies. I don't watch them as often these days. Like I watch them, I'll rewatch them maybe once a year, once every couple of years or something like that. Um, but I've probably seen each of those movies at least a good 30 or 40 times. Okay. Uh, Cause when I was a kid, I would just fucking watch them over and over and over again on like VHS. And mm-hmm. I was one of those guys that had like our house had like four or five different versions of the trilogy. Cause we had like the original VHSs, the special yep. edition VHSs, then the, uh, uh, remastered original versions. Yeah. And then the, uh, the special ed- or the DVD, um, yeah, uh, special editions, and yeah, and now the, yeah. I've got the Blu-ray set and everything, so yeah, that would probably be it for me. I can't, um, I don't know how many times, like I've seen Star Wars a lot, but it's mm. never been a movie. I, 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 I can't think the last time I watched it. It was probably right before Rogue, not Rogue One, uh, Force Awakens came out. I think I sat down and watched all six, just to yeah. kind of like do like a prep kind of thing. But I'm like, I don't want to sit through the original. Well, not the original ones. Um, the, the one to three, the prequels the anymore. Yeah. Um, because they're fucking abysmal. And like watching them again, I was like, these are really not very good movies. <laughs> um, especially the second one was horrible. I couldn't believe how bad that movie was. Um, <laughs> yeah. I definitely, I've watched. I think the last time that I've watched through them all was uh, a couple of years ago when the actual DVD set or the Blu-ray set came out. Yeah. Um, like within like the six months after that, I'd uh, I'd watched the 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 whole set, uh, and that. But that was two or three years ago at this point. Yeah, I go back to the original ones occasionally, but not not as frequently as like like for somebody who considers himself a nerd. Star Wars has never been like my thing. So yeah, for me it would be close. Like um, I had the VHS set of the uh, original six Star Trek movies as well as well, and I also had Generations. And I've I had watched those probably a good twenty times or so as well when I was a kid. Like I would just sit down on a weekend and watch through like one to six straight, oh, and then generations. Did you enjoy Nemesis as much as I did? I didn't. I said I said one to six I and generations. So, so one through seven. <laughs> Gener- uh, Nemesis. Yeah, basically one to seven. I know. I'm just being a dick. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've only seen Nemesis a couple times, and uh, and also um, Insurrection. I've Insurrection. only seen a couple times. Yeah, cool. Um, you guys could easily guess my most watched movie. Tim will be able to guess it pretty easily, I'd imagine. Come on, buddy, you can guess this. Is it Mallrats? No, no. Fuck, if I know. Really? You play Doctor. You'll probably you'll probably tell me, and I can't. Yeah, and uh, and I'll probably be like, oh yeah, but I can't 
think off the top of my head right now. Ghostbusters. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I've seen Ghostbusters like a thousand times. Uh, I've watched it over and over again. Because <laughs> it's, it's a my... quality film. Yeah, it's, one of, it's, my, it's, it's like it's legitimately my favorite movie of all time. It actually it has yeah. everything about everything that I love in it. Like it's kind of sci-fi, it's kind of horror, it's funny as shit. It's got Bill Murray. Like, what more do you want in a movie? So I, I watch it yeah. all the time. I even to this day, like, I'll, like if I'm flipping through Netflix and I really can't decide, and I see that movie in the Netflix queue, I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'll watch it again, and just sit down <laughs> and watch it again because I've watched it a hundred yeah. times. Well, I, you know, it's funny because like my second movie would probably be like LOTR. Um, like fellowship mm-hmm. um but like for all of those reasons but it's just like it's funny that um ghostbusters is a movie that still like holds true you know what i mean yeah well i just yeah. like i see the lord of the rings ones like i love those movies but like oh, there's such a time commitment <laughs> like <laughs> i don't really want to sit through a, a four hour because i feel like i'm gonna watch the first one i'm gonna watch all of them and then it's like i've lost yeah. a day and a half to this like yep. endeavor well that's why you only have one that's your favorite and that you've watched a million times oh whereas like <laughs> ghostbusters i'm like this is like an hour and 45 minutes i can just like rip through it i know the dialogue i, I you could start say a scene and i can probably do the dialogue for you right now like back to front yeah. like i know that's every okay. line yeah it's, yeah, it's lord uh, of the rings the fellowship of the ring is definitely would be the movie that alicia's watched more than any other movie because yeah. she will sit down like she probably watches it at least once a month or something like that really um yeah, and I mean, and all those movies are slowly creeping up in my count as well because we have these annual viewing parties. Yeah. So uh, they're definitely movies that, I mean, I love those movies. They're probably movies that I would like to watch more, but I don't, you know, watch them every year, but we ha- we watch those at least once a year. Yeah. So, um, yeah. and But Ghostbusters for me would be way up there as well because both Ghostbusters 1 and 2 mm-hmm. were movies that I watched. They, they were other movies that I just, you know, we had them on tape when I was a kid and I would just sit there and watch them over and over and over again. Yeah. No, that's awesome. uh, that's quality quality movies, I think, that you two have mentioned. <laughs> yeah, it's like... And then, there, then there's Heartbreakers. Sure. And there's Heartbreakers. That's really funny, though. <laughs> well, I don't... Like I said, I don't even know what it is about that movie because I don't even, like... I don't love it. I just... I gravitate towards it. This is why I love having Christy on the podcast because, like, her answer <laughs> to that, like that kind of question, will be like this random fucking like Jennifer Love Hewitt movie from nineteen ninety eight or something like that. And it's just like, why, Chris- why? I don't understand why. Christy's our wild card. Yeah. <laughs> wild card, bitches. Golden cards and cards against humanity now, but most of them are going, oh god, why? No, why did you say that? That's disgusting. Racist comment. That's disgusting. <laughs> Actually, I haven't been uh, accidentally racist in a really long time. I haven't even been no, racist, racist in a really long time because I'm not a racist we need, person. <laughs> we need like a, a like sign on the wall that says "Number of days since Christy has said something unintentionally racist." Yeah, because it's always unintentional. <laughs> All right, sure. <laughs> That's but funny. Anyway, um, Christy uh, has said something that she claims is unintentionally racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. Um, what was the last book you read? Uh, Girl on the Train. Oh, that's like current. That's crazy. How was that? Uh, Really good, actually. There was about 50 pages where it was like a little meh. But I mean, I think the my interpretation of that is that the author had a vision and then her editors were like, if this is going to be a full fledged book, you have to add another 30, 40 pages. Okay. Cool. Tim. Can I count comic books? No. (laughs) <laughs> actual novel I 
don't read a whole lot of novels these days, and a lot of that just comes from I had to read so much like printed prose uh, for my PhD. Um, and those weren't books for the most part. Those would be like journal articles, that kind of thing. Um, but the last one that I probably read all the way, sat down, read all the way through would be The Hobbit because I read those uh, around when the Hobbit movies were coming out. Oh, okay. I haven't, I haven't read that. Uh, and I, I, I had read it before. Like I read it, uh, you know, uh, I, I think I actually read Lord of the Rings first because I read those uh, books just as the movies were coming out. Mm-hmm. And I think I might have already said this on the podcast before, but I've, I finished reading Return of the King in the car with my dad on the way to go see Return of the King. Really? Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then The Hobbit, I think I read like maybe the year after Return of the King came out. Um, and then I reread it because I wanted to sort of, you know, have a basis for the movies and how different they were and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, I read Return of the King, the ending of it, after seeing Fellowship because I did not know how to compute if Frodo was going to die. <laughs> right to the chapters next door. Yeah, and my the next novel that I plan to read, and this has been on my sort of list for years, but I've just been comic books, comic book, comic books. Is uh, is the Silmarillion? Oh yeah. Uh, so, so I can hold down uh, the hold down uh, my own a little bit more with Alicia in terms in Tolkien conversations. That's a it's um, I found that to be a tough sit. Yeah, I've I've heard that from many many people, but I'm I'm invested enough in the lore at this point mm-hmm. uh, that I think that it will be pretty interesting for me. Even the parts that are just like you know so and so begat so and so who was yeah. related to so and so by this. Yeah, fair enough. So. Um, <laughs> the last book I finished reading was the Daily Show book that I talked about. Oh, yeah. last week. So mm-hmm. I just finished that, and I've just started um, the tenth anniversary, like the revised edition of American Gods, because I want to read it before. I yeah, starts. I'm reading that right now too. Are you nice? Yeah. Are you listening to it? There's like no, a no, really no, cool I, I have the I have the audiobook and the uh, actual book. Um, okay. And I I'm kind of making my way in between them at the same time. Yeah, no, I, I wanted to read the re- I've never read the revised version of it, so I wanted yeah. to read that before. Well, the, I like uh, that it's um it's Neil Gaiman's preferred text. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's yeah. That's, so I'm reading that right now. But yeah, the Daily Show one was the last one I read, which was like very, very interesting. So yeah. if you're into like if you were into the Daily Show or like you're a fan of comedy and or the how TV shows are put together and stuff like that, especially something as chaotic as the Daily Show, it's definitely something I would recommend picking up. Or if yeah. you're a fan of like the John Stewart era Daily Show, it's not a long. It didn't take me long to get. I peel through books pretty quick, but it took mm-hmm. me about two days to get through. So it's about there's like a 500 pager or something like that, and kind of rip through it. Um, I really love reading, so I try to read as much as I can. Um, so, uh, yeah, I like I I try to read at least like uh, eight or nine books a year if I can, and usually like I aim for higher. But um, yeah. yeah, this past year was just really hard trying to find time. That's the only thing about books is like giving yourself the time that you actually like mm-hmm. deserve to read because a book deserves your time. You shouldn't like you know just breeze through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I don't like I don't like being rushed through that sort of thing. Oh. I'm the same way with comics. Like I don't I like being able to actually you know, even though it's only a twenty two page thing, I like to actually have the time to sit there and appreciate the art and the uh sort of uh emotion that's being set with the uh atmosphere and art style and that sort of thing too. Yeah, like you, you should like it's a book is almost like a friend, you know, when you sit down with it, you should be present, uh, to, you know, be a part, a present participant. 
Because, you know, you that's why I like fantasy books so much is because they offer this, like, wonderful escapism if you can let yourself, you know, kind of let go. Get transported into that world yeah. kind of thing. That's why books yeah. Cool. Next question. What was your favorite cartoon growing up? <laughs> huh. Okay, someone That's... else answer first because I'm stuck. <laughs> well, mine's mine. Mine's kind of like a two-way thing. It's either the real Ghostbusters, which I would have never rewatched since then, but I've just probably I probably watched it obsessively because I was obsessed with the Ghostbusters. Either that or um, Transformers was my my go-to. Yeah, when I'm, I was a kid. I'm leaning pr- I'm leaning pretty heavy towards Transformers as well. Um, to I guess there's a shout out to like Batman be... Batman the animated series, but I feel like I was so much older when that came out, even though I was like ten or whatever. But like. When you're like in that like prime like five to eight kind of range, it was Transformers and Ghostbusters were the two that were like super like in there. Probably Ninja Turtles too. Ninja Turtles and yeah, those were probably like the three ones growing up, growing up. But then mm-hmm. they're not ones that I could go back and sit through because I have tried to watch a couple episodes of them. Like Transformers is a tough sit uh, as an adult. Like they're not good quality like tv shows um, there are some episodes that still hold up but the majority yeah. of them do not yeah yeah you can't like watch like binge like eight episodes without expect seeing like yeah. three really fucking big clunkers in there so yeah <laughs> whereas like batman the animated series i've sat through a couple times and like there's a couple episodes that are like you can tell are a little uneven but for the most part the yeah. quality is extremely high so yeah true yeah i think yeah, having thought about it, I'm pretty sure that uh, Transformers would probably be my number one. I know I, I watched a lot of like Smurfs when I was a little on the younger side, but uh, I think Transformers is probably the one that uh, I have the most, the fondest memories of mm-hmm. as a kid. See, this one, this is hard because I'm stuck between so many. Because I grew up like with the 90s cartoons, so I had things like One Saturday Morning with like Doug and. Um, Recess. I did watch a lot of Doug. Um, I don't think I've ever seen like like a lot of this stuff, but yeah, but like you know, I also had like Darkwing Duck and Rugrats. Uh, Mark Mark Hamill, Darkwing Duck. Oh yeah, wait, Mark that's Hamill? true. I did watch a lot of Darkwing Duck. No, he was um, what was the bad guy? Shit. Oh my god, I need to rewatch the rewatch it. Rat Radigan. No, he was Mark. Jim Cummings was Darkwing. Holy shit. Realistic. Jim Cummings was the dude that did uh, Optimus Prime, wasn't he? Winnie the Pooh. No, that's uh, Peter Cullen. Oh, right. Cullen, not Cummings. Um, and like, but I had Animaniacs, too, and like Bonkers and like all this. Oh, like, yeah. A reboot? Do you remember? Reboot was amazing. I always remember uh, Beast Wars more than I remember Reboot. Dexter's Lab. <laughs> um, mm. I uh, South Park came out in the 90s, though I never watched it as a kid. It's my favorite cartoon now. Um, <laughs> I really, I really loved. Uh, I was a big Ren and Stimpy fan too, but I was a little bit older I when I started getting into Ren and Stimpy. I never got Fuck into it. that. Was like, um, but Beavis and Butthead. I just never got into. Um, yeah. I, uh, you know what though? Uh, I have a hard time because, like, I friggin' loved Reboot, but I, it's between. I think the top two for me, actually, the scariest one was Rocco's Modern Life, terrifying series. Um, but, uh, I think my favorite would be between, oh God, I don't know. It's like a tailspin. Like, oh God, Doug. Like I loved Doug uh, and recess and pepper Ann, They were all, okay. Those were my top five or top three, but okay. No, if I had to say my absolute favorite, probably Sailor Moon. 
It was Sailor Moon. Paul's gonna love you now. Yeah, because I was in love with Tuxedo Mask. He was my first crush. Of course um, he was. <laughs> and I found out that his voice actor lives in Toronto, and he knows, like, my friend knows his, like, his sister-in-law and so like I, she like put his name out on facebook and i looked him up and he's a short white guy with blonde hair and i was like oh no the crisis <laughs> this happened like two days ago and i'm just i'm still like reeling i just can't believe it tuxedo tuxedo mask no but um yeah it would probably be sailor moon it would probably be sailor moon um depending on my age bracket because before that was probably babar or rupert God, we, oh, should do, we should do an episode on our favorite cartoons from when we were kids. Well, just talk about Transformers oh, yeah. for two talk, hours. Well, you guys can talk about Transformers, and I'll talk about 50 others. All right. No, I could I could definitely do Doug and some of those Nickelodeon ones, God, too. I just so I never boring. watched any of those, so like I don't really know. I would know. I'd just be like, oh, yeah, I remember my brother and sister watching that and like walking away. So No, I just... It's so good. And recess was outstanding. And then Pepperin much too cool for seventh grade. No one's cooler than Pepperin. She always sounds like different under a desk. It was awesome. The Magic School Bus. School bus. Oh, Magic School Bus is up there. Oh, Magic School Bus is next to Sailor Moon. They are tied. Magic School Bus. Magic School Bus. I was the guy whose mom was one of the lead animators on Magic School Bus. Oh, nice. Yeah, but I never got any merch. Why are you dating him then? I don't know. I was Sixteen. <laughs> I was brokenhearted from my friend. Uh, <laughs> no, you broke her heart. I did, but I was sad because we couldn't be besties anymore. Um, but anyway, uh, let's move on to the next question. All right. What was your favorite subject in school? Drama. <laughs> That's easy. Drama. <laughs> uh, obviously. Obviously. Duh. See, I was always weird because I, I took all the science courses that I could, but I also took like all the drama and music courses that I took, uh, that I could. So I was like. It's sort of evenly split down the middle between like those sciences and artsy shit. I didn't take like fine arts, but so I don't know if I could pick one between those. It would probably be like either music or like chemistry. Well, maybe not chemistry. Maybe I don't know if I'd go chemistry or biology. That's why I'm a biochemist because <laughs> mm. I couldn't pick between the two. I liked I liked knowing how like life works on like the chemical level. Like not, you know, on sort of an, my, my, my anatomy knowledge is absolute shit. Alicia will tell you this. Like I, you know, I know like where most of the organs are and stuff, but I don't know what like they all do and shit. Uh, or like, yeah. Uh, but, um, I really like knowing like how wor- life works on like the subcellular level. So I guess if I had to pick one, given what I've done with my life, I'd probably say biology. Cool. And I had a really good biology teacher in high school too. That's the only class I ever dropped was biology. <laughs> I was so not like science and math. I was like, I was petrified of them. So like my answer is pretty easy. It's, it's art. It was either art or uh, like computer tech, which explains a lot. Like my actual career path at the end of the day. It was like, how can I mix <laughs> these two things? Oh, I can be a graphic designer and sit in front of a computer all day and create art. Good. Like I'll do that. That sounds about right. But it was definitely <laughs> art so that I could just spend my time drawing all the time and get away with it. So awesome. Nice. Uh oh this this will just be goofy. Um 
would you rather go without junk food for a year or go without TV for a year? I could do without TV for a year because I, I mean, I've got so many other things that I consume that I could, you know, I could read comics and music and that sort of thing instead. I guess it depends on how tightly you define television. Like, does that mean you can't watch movies too? Or just I TV shows? Like, I would assume like you can't watch anything on a, like a screen. Like, I'm assuming you're screenless kind of thing. Maybe not computer. Well, see, that's the thing. You can't even count that because like you can watch Netflix on your fucking phone. So like, yeah. I, I kind of count it as anything like screen related. I would, yeah. I would, I would say junk food. Like, it would be easier for me to give up eating junk food than to give up like consuming media the way I consume it. So. Yep. Yeah, you couldn't, I'm you couldn't, so in theory, you, you couldn't game. I would assume, like my in, in my head, I wouldn't be able. You wouldn't be able to game. There's like no movies, no TV. I'd be like, no, no, no. I'd rather not eat junk food for a year than not have my TV. Yeah. But the thing is, like for me, that would imp- think about the weight loss. Like think about like how good that would be for you, right? <laughs> That's what like, I'm you'd, thinking. You'd look awesome. <laughs> at the end of the year. You'd have caught up to all your TV. And I just. Yeah. I have a problem with sort of the definition of junk food in general. Like, no food is inherently, like, terrible for you in moderation. Like, if you eat all, you know, shitty food, yeah, you're going to have shitty health. But if you eat, you know, if I have, like, some chips, but that's the only bad thing that I have all day kind of thing, then that's not that bad. So I really, I have a big problem with uh, sort of the way that food is marketed and uh, understood uh, in in the general population right now. Huh. Uh, my answer would be similar to Mark's, though. You know, like, I would miss junk food, mm-hmm. but I would lose the weight without having... And I could spend all that extra time. I'd be at a gym trying to work off the junk food watching TV. <laughs> and then, like, when you get junk food back, you'd just be like, oh, junk food, I missed you. And you wouldn't have to spend the hours of catching up that you would with TV. That's true. you just have, like, a bowl of chips and be like, ah, oh, yeah. I, see, I have a weird relationship with, like, candy and junk food because my parents really restricted what I could eat when I was a kid. Like, they, I would very rarely be allowed to have, like, candy or chips or anything like that. Um, they would only keep, like, healthy snacks around the house. And when I actually had my own money to spend, I fucking rebounded hard. <laughs> I was – I'm actually – you know what? My, I have the same thing. It was, like, my mom was, like – it was always Diet Pop. And, like, everything was, like, a treat. And you couldn't have anything of that kind of stuff in the house. So now, like, as soon as I was, like – I moved out, it was, like – Lucky Charms, and yep. like yeah. <laughs> there's like four cases of Coke in the fridge at all times. Yeah, like it yeah. was it was pretty bad. So I gained thirty five pounds my first year at university because all I ate was chicken fingers and curly fries. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm in heaven. Yeah, like I, <laughs> when I got started getting an allowance, I would just go down to the corner store and I would blow like four or five dollars on candy, yeah, 10 yeah. and then I would just take. Yeah, I would just I would take it home. I would put it all in a big fucking bowl, and I would just sit there in front of the fucking TV and eat it for like an hour straight. Yeah. Just eat it all at once. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be, and my mom would come with you. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, this is my money. You can't do shit, bitch. Oh, I hope your mom doesn't listen to this. Um, no, I I had the same problem. Like, I would get an allowance, and I would go to the corner store, and then I'd come home, and my mom would ration it from me. <laughs> I would. I'd hide it under my bed usually. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> that's funny. All right, uh, let's do let's do a couple like uh, good would you rather questions, um, okay. just to like kind of lightning round us out of the out of the episode. So like these are all physical. Um, would you rather be really hairy or completely bald? Oh, completely bald wigs. Yeah, I'd say completely bald. 
I've got hair that I would rather not have. Uh, I am with you guys on that one because I am extremely hairy, and I'm like, I wonder what life would be like on the other side of that oh, coin. I'd save so much money on razors. I, like, I th- think about the amount of maintenance I have to do just to the beard, and then picture that all over my body. So, like. <laughs> no, think about—I'm a woman. Like, I have yeah. to shave my legs. I have to shave my vagina sometimes. I have yeah, to you, shave. You have like, to be like, virtually hairless. Yeah. You have to be pretty much hairless. Yeah. Like, I would—I don't—I wouldn't itch anymore. Like, oh my god, it'd be amazing. Fair yeah. enough. Would you rather be four foot five or seven foot seven? Four foot five. It's easier to it's it's easier to find uh, kids that, or clothes that are smaller than to find like you know huge clothes for huge people. Well, uh, as as a huge person, that is not seven foot seven. Like I'm only six foot five, but big. It is difficult, but I'd still. I, I think I'd rather be taller than being four foot five. Um, I would be four foot five because one, you get benefits for being a small person. Two, uh, <laughs> I've looked into this. I, I I'm an inch and a half over. No, I'm two inches over. Um, what it takes to be considered a small person. Well, we can take care of that. We'll uh, go off my knee. Um, yeah, cut, cut out a chunk of your legs or something. I like yeah. Um, but glue uh, them back together. No, they don't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> and you live longer as a short person. It's true. Big it's do- true. B- big dogs die. You have a big, lot more health issues. Yeah, big dogs die young. So I'm 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 looking yeah. at like 55, and I'm probably going to be out. So it was nice knowing <laughs> you guys. Yeah, you can hem everything. <laughs> Um, and tailor yeah, this is true. Yeah, it's a lot easier to alter things down than to make things. You know, you can't make a pair of pants longer. Yeah. No. You can definitely make them shorter. Yeah. And, uh, people build ladders so that you can be tall. Like, why would you? Yeah. Heels exist. I don't know. I'm good. Platforms. Yeah. Stilts. Also, being a very tiny person, I am uh, often told that it adds to my cute factor. There you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, would you rather be blind or deaf? Oh, deaf. Oh fuck! That one's really hard. Yeah, agreed. <sighs> I don't want to answer that question because I think about that actually often. Yeah, it's th- both of those are pretty terrifying for me. Yeah, me too. It would. I think not being able to hear would be devastating because I I love to sing so much, and like I love I love my music. I love going to shows. Like I love going to like I love music so much. I'm wondering about that but like everything i do is vi- like i wouldn't be able to work anymore like i i work visually yeah. like i'm a visual One plus artist <laughs> you're and you're very much uh firmly of the belief that there's no good music coming out now so yeah. maybe you know you, you could still you could still think about your old songs and play them yourself in your head so yeah. and i i'm kind of i think i would lean kind of towards that too like i i think being deaf would be uh i think deaf might be easier for me i to I, I, it, could, so. I think i could handle deaf yeah. more better than i could handle uh being blind fair enough because um, I could still, I could still read. I could still, you know, watch movies and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, would you rather be super strong or super fast? Super fast. Super fast. Okay. So that's that. We're all the same on that one. Yeah. Uh, that, and that's just a time factor. Like I, you know, yeah. get everything done uh, that you need to really quickly and be able to have way more time to and <laughs> enjoy your own stuff. Yep. And and you can travel anywhere really quickly. Oh yeah. No, I would rather be super yeah. fast because like. You can you can build strength, like you know you could become a strong person, but to be like you know I don't need to bend bars if I can run away from guys who are going to hit me with them. Yeah, yeah. If you can punch eight guys before they can uh, you know take a shot at you or something like that. If you're faster than bullets, you have no issues. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so money related. Um, Would you rather be rich and ugly or poor and good looking? 
Uh, rich and ugly, plastic surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Rich and ugly. I mean, I can. <laughs> Plenty of ugly people end up with fucking Look hot at Donald bitches. Trump. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not. He's the goddamn president. I could be a rich and ugly president. <laughs> okay, so there's that's the next one. Would you rather be rich or be poor and find true love? True love's okay for like a while, but then you like. Really <laughs> no, think about it. Everyone's like, when you find true love, you know, like you're happy forever. It's like, yeah, that's great. But as a true, when true love starts to, you know become really what's true love is which is sitting on a couch and hanging out together and like not caring that neither of you is wearing a shirt and you've spilled mustard on yourself like uh, <laughs> getting like, some insights here into uh, mark, mark that's and christy like, that's, yeah. that's true love like then you start you know true love is that's comfort by true love is tested by financial stability that's Fair true uh, i think i'd rather be rich Honestly, you can buy love. <laughs> no, you yeah. can't. Well, you can buy escorts, which is close enough. Yeah, exactly. So, um, would you r- rather work really hard at an interesting job or slack off at a boring job? My, we all know my answer to this question. So, I'd rather work really hard at an interesting job. I've had those. I've had both of those, and I think it, it changes for me. Right now, I think I would rather slack off, have a job that. I don't have a lot of responsibility yet, but the pays really well. <laughs> well yeah, that that it's not really asking you that question, <laughs> but yeah, anyway. um, I, I'd rather slack off at a boring job right now right. at this point in my Fair life. Enough. But I might switch back, you know, over time. No, I'm I'm in I'm in like I want to I want to work and be interested. So yeah. there's that. I, if you're interested, like time flies. When you're bored, you like it's like snail's pace. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's more to it than that, too, though, right? Like, it, you can have a job that you're interested in, but the company's no good. Which, yeah, that sort of thing. That's kind of where so, I, I just was, or, and or it the, almost or the me, people so. you work, yeah, or the people you work with are shit, or something like that. So. Also a factor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I'd, I'd much rather be interested and feel like I'm doing good work, even if it is taking hours of my time and like, you know, I'm exhausted. At least at the end of the day, I can come home and go, yeah, no, that's. Yeah, but you did it. You did it right. I yeah. did it. And it's yeah. I, that's why if you slack, like you come home and you have, I feel people who aren't like satisfied in their jobs just have this disconnect from reality. Yeah, I feel like uh, Christy and I, because we come from like we're doing the creative thing as a living. That's something that's like that comes up with us a lot. Yeah, like I've been my job this past two weeks has been a little bit slow, and I still have like stuff to do all day every day. But it's like not as rewarding when it's slow because you're just yeah. like. Ah. Try that for six months. I know, no. And you end up where I am. I don't want to. Um, Okay. Would you rather take a guaranteed $100,000 or a 50-50 shot at a million? Uh, 50-50 shot at a million because that $100,000 does not actually go that far in terms of, you know, looking to buy a house or something like that. But a million dollars is really, like, life-changing. Like, I can, you know, make $100,000. I'm probably never going to have a million dollars in the bank. Fair enough. Yeah, you I know we, what? I don't think I'd be that upset to lose the hundred thousand if I knew that I almost got a million. I feel like yeah. I like right now I would just take the hundred thousand and run. Guaranteed. <laughs> Isn't that kind of what you did when you uh took your severance? Kinda. It wasn't anywhere <laughs> close to that much money though. <laughs> um Okay. Interesting. Okay, would you rather be in constant pain or have a constant itch? Oh no. Itching is yeah. pain. Yeah, but it's minor and annoying, whereas pain is like pain. Uh, itch, I think. 
No, I'd go nuts. If it's like a dull, it depends how bad the pain yeah, is. If it's a dull yeah. pain, like you know, like my ankle always hurts. I would take that over itching. No, I couldn't. It's like asking if you'd rather be stabbed or be tickled forever. <laughs> stabbed pants tickled forever. I'd take stabbed. All right. Uh, would you rather go through life unable to answer any questions or unable to ask any questions? Ask. I'd rather know everything. I feel like I'd rather be unable to answer or wait. Unable to answer any questions. Yeah, you don't want to sound like an idiot. Questions. I would rather not be able to answer any questions. Yeah, same. Because, I, c- I mean, honestly, anything that I know, I don't think that I'd know anything that is, you know, the only th- I'm the only person on the planet that knows it sort of thing, so they could always get that answer from somebody else. Whereas there's plenty of things that I don't know that I would like to know. True. Maybe you could find loopholes, though, with Google. That's true. Like, <laughs> statements, and then they could prove that statement was wrong. Because, like, if you make a statement... Someone can say, like, actually, that's wrong. Yeah. There you go. Would you rather save the <laughs> life of someone you're close to or save the life of five random strangers? Ah. Uh, is it just five? I hate those is sorts it just of five people? Yeah, it's five I'd probably randoms. save the person closest to me. Honestly, yeah, like, if it was, like, Mark, if it was my Mark or, like, you know, someone in my family or even you guys, like, I just, I wouldn't. I like how we're the afterthought, even you guys. No, no. You know, <laughs> like, like tier, like tier one to tier three friends. Yeah. Like not that I'm saying you guys are tier three, but you know what I mean. Like the closest <laughs> people that you enjoy and like love. If it was, like, yeah, I, I yeah. feel like it would be really. I feel like it would be really damaging to like your psyche if you knowingly let somebody that you really care about die. Yeah. Whereas it, whereas it would be less difficult to. Uh, overcome the fact that you let some strangers die like it would be devastating but you would hope that you know if it was like if it was upwards of 10 to 20 people then i'd probably have to let my loved one die but like only maybe they're all nazis then then i'd be okay with it yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, well, we're all right. This fuckers. The header. The header on this section is gross. So this will be. We'll we'll, we'll end with this. I think. Okay. Uh, <laughs> would you rather take an ice cold shower and be clean, or not shower at all? Ice cold shower ice and be, shower clean. be clean. I can't. Agreed. Yeah. I've done that before too. So. <laughs> um, would you rather lick someone else's armpit or have someone else lick your armpit? Have someone else lick mine. Yeah. I just took a cold shower for them. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd be okay with either of those. Really? Uh, would you rather eat a stick of butter or snort a tablespoon of salt? Eat a stick of butter. No question. Eat a stick of butter. Uh, tablespoon's a lot of salt, so I'd probably have to go with eat a stick of butter. I watched once, and this is total tangent, but like I watched my cousin one morning get up and like do the Homer thing, like wrap a an ego <laughs> pancake, like wrap wrap an ego around like a stick of butter, like Ew. a. And like just eat it. I was like, "You're is gonna he dead now? die young." No, he's still alive. He's in Florida <laughs> wait, 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 right now. Did you say a tablespoon Jesus. of salt? Yeah. Oh no, I take tablespoon of salt. Actually, that's a lot of salt to snort. Like you oh, gotta think snort. about that's going Never up mind. your nose. That, that would hurt. No, never yeah. mind. Never yeah. mind. Never that would mind. hurt. No, butter. 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 Yeah. Right. Um, would you rather smell your own fart or smell someone else's? Everybody yeah. likes their. Everybody likes everybody their own. Likes everyone brand. likes their own brand. <laughs> uh, would you rather be a chronic farter or a chronic burper? Burp. Burper. Yeah. It's less burps socially awkward, I yeah, would say. In social yeah. situations, burps can be hilarious. All right. <laughs> um, in social situations, farts can also, but less of the time. 
Yes. Yeah. All right. And last one. Would you rather drink a cup of spoiled milk or pee your pants in public? Pee my pants in public. Yeah, pee my pants in public. Make up so many excuses. I can I can write that off as a medical condition. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can garner. You could be a news sensation. Yeah, agreed. (laughs) You're not cool unless you're not cool unless you pee pee your your pants. pants. Uh, I think also being lactose intolerant, the cup of spoiled milk would suck at both ends. Oh god! Like this, like this is no good for me either way. I'd rather just pee my pants. Um, If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Okay, wait. (laughs) That's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Let's go. What's that from? Uh, Uh, Billy Billy Madison. Madison. Yeah. I have a funny peeing your pants story that I will tell just before we leave. Uh, In my final, uh, or my second to last year as a camp counselor uh, at the camp I was working at um, for years when I was younger, um, they all decided, all these counselors, save like five of us, and I was one of the us, decided to pee their pants on the last night. Like, just, (laughs) they all held it in, campfire was ending for the staff, like it was just the staff, and five of us went, or six of us, went up and stood on the hill just to like just to watch because we were like, I can't believe this is happening. And they all peed their pants as a group, <laughs> like 20 people. It's a, just a group activity. Group activity. They said it was bonding. It was memory making. And I stood at the top <laughs> and I cannot describe to you the wave of scent. <laughs> <laughs> Decimated us. And like part of me wishes I'd done it. Part of me wishes I'd been part of that group effort, but at the same time, part of me is real glad that that's not a part of my history. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. You already know my poop so, my pants story. At least that was in private. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so somewhat related to that, when I was in college, uh, we would have like these like coffee house nights where people could go up and like do performances, do like a little skit or uh, you know sing a song or whatever, or read a poem. And uh, I, me and some of these guys that I knew were just kind of the weirdos of the group. And we, uh, one of them had the idea, let's all um, eat Jello. Like everybody eats one color of Jello, and that's like the only thing that you're going to eat for like three hours beforehand. And then before we go up on stage, we're all going to drink syrup of Ipecac. And uh, then we're going to start singing Kumbaya, and one by one, each of us will start puking up whatever color it is that <laughs> jello oh that we ate. Oh my god. So this is just like totally random. Like, yeah, it's going to be like performance art or something. It'll be great. Really, it was just like we want to just weird everybody out. And, uh, and it totally didn't work. Like, we all got up there and we didn't realize how long it actually takes the syrup of Ipecac to kick in. So we went up there and we all start doing our thing and everybody's like what the fuck are they doing we're all holding garbage bags because this is what we're you know what we're expecting to happen and nobody nobody gets sick so we're like okay sorry that that's all we have but then at the very end everybody starts getting sick at once so we run back up <laughs> we run back up like as people are walking out like no no it's it's happening guys and we all start oh my god that's it. depressing <laughs> What a depressing story. <laughs> and then one one guy, one guy who's a fucking doctor now, uh, he was like basically the one that sort of planned this whole thing out. And after it didn't work, he like drank the whole bottle of syrup of Ipecac. And so after the per, quote unquote performance, we're all walking home together and he's just like, 
constantly dry heaving. He has nothing left in his stomach. He's just like puking up like just straight bile. And we're all like, this is not good. This guy's going to go to the fucking hospital or some shit. Oh so, God. yeah, that was the story of my uh, coffee house performance. <clears throat> That's haunting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I'm pretty sure a lot of people still remember that. <laughs> Awesome. If I, if I go to a reunion like, or something, that's going to be brought up. Makes it like chunk. And I was just standing on the top of the balcony yeah. and making sounds. I threw a puke over the balcony like this. And then everybody started puking. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or the Google Play Store. Uh, you can give us a like on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash dancerobotdancepodcast. You can follow our Twitter at drd underscore podcast, or you can send us an email at dancerobotdancepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, so this was Dance Robot Dance. I'm Mark. Say goodnight, Christy. Good night or good afternoon. Good afternoon. Have a good... Say goodnight, Tim. <laughs> Jesus. Farewell, dear listeners. Awesome. Yeah, it was a little strange. I was That's Tim being to be like, do- that was that was Doctor Tim again. I was yeah. gonna say, it's t- 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 Snooty Doctor Tim saying goodnight. <laughs>